Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. I'm Sarah, I am your host, and I'm the founder of 9-4 Coaching. And I believe that movement is medicine. I use that along with breath work and getting out into nature to improve the physical and mental health of the people that I work with. Today I want to expand on nature-tested fitness. And that goes into the six basic movement patterns that I didn't create, I didn't make up, but they're the ones that I, I've really built the, the foundation upon my coaching practice. And these are undeniable movements of being a person in the world. So we are talking about the squat, the hinge, the loaded carry, the crawl or climb, the press, and the pull. And I'm going to break those down uh, just a little bit and give you an give you an example and give you a a glimpse, uh, an introduction into those different movement patterns and different movement styles. So uh, we are going to start with the squat. Um, the squat is literally it, it's the exact same movement that you use to sit down on a chair. Uh, I know in my CrossFit days we use the analogy that uh, if if you don't think you squat every day, how do you use the restroom? Because sitting on a toilet is definitely requires squat strength. Um, that's a squat. A pull. Pull is just, you know, grabbing something and, and, and pulling a weight towards your body. Or taking, you know, grabbing onto something stationary and pulling your body towards that stationary item. So if you think about, um, you know, holding on to a handrail and like pulling yourself up the stairs. Or if you um, think about, you know, when you're trying to get into a car and you, you're holding on to uh, that little, that handle at the top of the door, those same muscles you, you're going to need for, for pulling are the ones that are going to help hold and stabilize you while, you, while you're getting into a vehicle. Um, that's the row, or that's the pull, sorry. Um, bicep curls, that's, you know, when you're picking up a you know, when you're, when you're picking up a kid off the floor, it's kind of a compound movement because you may have a hinge, you know, a hinge or a squat, but you're going to have a pull, right? Pulling that child close, like close to you so that you can get their center of gravity nearer to your center of gravity so that you can carry this, this being uh, a little more easily, right? If you hold, even like hold your hand out from you, it's tougher to hold than when you hold it close to you. So um, that is the pull. Press. Use those muscles when we are putting dishes away in the upper cabinets. Uh, anytime we're, we're reaching overhead. Just honestly, just reaching overhead. That's a press. Pushing something away from you, right? Uh, whether that's um, like aggressively pushing like a person away. Whether that's um, like pushing yourself away from a stationary item. That's a press. That's that's a real life. Uh, that's a real life press. So we do that multiple times uh, a day, for sure. Anytime you're you're moving your hand away from your body, that's a press. Uh, whether it's 
horizontal, whether it uh, you're pressing down, or whether you're you're putting your your hands overhead. That's a press. Uh, hinge. A hinge is something that has kind of gotten a bad rap, and I blame OSHA. Not really, but kind of. Um, when we talk about like bending over to pick something up, when you have like generally straight legs. That is a hinge. A deadlift is a hinge. A Russian kettlebell swing is a hinge. Um, picking up, so there are two ways to, to pick something up off the ground. You can either squat down, we've already talked about squats, or you can have like a baby bend or an athletic bend in your knees and you can literally reach down and squeeze your butt, squeeze your hamstrings, and lift yourself back up. Um, that's a hinge and a hinge is a very powerful position. We are as a society pretty bad at it. And that's because we sit a lot of the day and we have underdeveloped glutes and underdeveloped hamstrings. So the backs, like basically the backs of our bodies, we don't pay a lot of attention to because we can't quite see it, but that's where all the go muscles are. So that's where, um, if you watch football, you know, you want a lineman that has like big hamstrings and a big butt because they're powerful. If you like look at a bulldog, uh, they have tremendous like pulling power, uh, because they have like their, their hamstrings and their, and their glutes. Um, like that's where that power is. Uh, people are incredibly strong with developed hamstrings and glutes, like if you develop your hinge, you are going to build resiliency in life. Um, that will absolutely and 100% transfer into a relative strength that is important. So um, not only are those muscles capable of being the strongest muscles in your body, if like we since we don't often train them we're building an imbalance or like our relative strength to like the front of our our legs so let's just talk about squats versus hinges if we just squatted so if we took osha's advice and we just squatted down any any time we needed to pick something up we squat down whether it's a kid whether it's um picking up the couch to like vacuum underneath it whether it's dog food whatever if you just squat down and you only squat down and that is the because you want to protect your low back by always protecting it and never going into that hinge position you're creating an imbalance the front of your legs your squat muscles are way more developed than your hinge muscles and what that does is it builds compensations so your low back is more likely to go out if you never hinge or the only time that you hinge is when you're picking up 50 pounds. I can show you some movements that you can just do with body weight that are going to be really, really, really great introductions to start building that resilience in your low back um, and, and start building out that hinge pattern. And if you can't tell, I'm very partial to it. Russian kettlebell swings are literally my favorite movement. So, um, that's the hinge. 
Uh, the last couple we are going to talk about are probably the most functional. If I'm, if I'm being honest, climbing and crawling and loaded carries. So climbing and crawling. When, when, when was the last time that you got on the floor and you crawled like just hands and knees, finger, like toes and, uh, toes and fingertips. Um, when was the last time you climbed on something? When we're kids, we do it all the time. And like, you just, it's, it is a functional movement. You, you're pulling, you're pushing, you're squatting, you're hinging. You're really doing all of those isolated movements when you're crawling. Um, you can crawl on high knees. You can crawl on uh, like, a, like a low gator crawl. All of those things are incredibly functional. And as adults, we get away from them very early. Um, and that's why they're, they're, they're so important because it is a movement that really puts all of those isolated movements together. And those are movements of life. I mean, if you look at somebody who like can't get down on the floor and get back up, if it, it, it makes me look at them as though they're more fragile than maybe they are. And definitely more fragile than someone should be. So I, I look at climbing and crawling like that is uh, pre like that is like a base like that's a basic movement for life. Those are things that I do all the time. Because once you stop doing it, you're getting closer to the day where you can't do it, and the day that you can't do it conversations really start becoming serious about living independently. So um, the last movement I want to talk about is loaded carries. And this is absolutely, this is something that we can't get away from as humans. So with climbing and crawling, it's easy to like, I just don't get on the floor. You know, there's a lot of people that that do that. Um, People got to carry stuff all day, every day. And trained, not even trained well, like with the appropriate exposure of uh, like intentionally using your weak arm, intentionally using, um, if you normally like go up steps and you always start with your left foot, starting with your right foot. If you always carry groceries in your left hand, carrying a weight in your right hand, like if because we carry all day, every day as human beings, it's really easy to, to do the thing that we're used to doing, right? Oh, this is my strong arm. I'm going to use my strong arm. I don't like it. I don't like using my right arm. I don't like using my left arm, whatever. Um, so you just don't do it. And that's why it's important to train balanced, like to train, to train balance back into it because we're doing it anyways. And if we continue to like it's the same thing as if we were to squat every day and never hinge. We're building imbalances and eventually those imbalances are going to cause irritation, aggravation, injury. That's, that's what, you know, that's what we do. If we don't test those patterns, if we like, Oh, I just, you know, my right hand, it's just weaker than my left hand. It's easier to use my left hand. Your right hand's never going to get stronger if you don't ever use it. 
sometimes you just got to be bad at things and be weak at them before you can build strength. So loaded carries, carrying something from point A to point B. Um, the heavier that, you know, we train, uh, the more resilient we are just as human beings moving in the world. So those are the six basic movement patterns that I use and I coach and I train with uh, at 9-4 Coaching. So once again, squat, hinge, push, pull, loaded carries, and crawling slash climbing. Um, if you want to know, like learn more about it and, and feel what it's like to, to start building some nature tested fitness, reach out on Instagram, send me a direct message, or you can send me an email at nine dot four dot coaching all spelled out at gmail.com. And we will catch you next time. Thanks.